I'm Alan Lytle for 91.3 WUKY, Lexington's NPR news station, where it is time for another edition of our award-winning history series, Saving Stories, with Dr. Doug Boyd from the Louis B. Nunn Center for Oral History in the UK Libraries. It's a segment where we feature interviews from the collection. Good day to you, Doug. It's good to be here. May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month, and the Nunn Center has a collection that we're highlighting today. In December 2021, the Nunn Center partnered with Professor Keiko Tanaka and several other professors at UK to launch the Stories of Asian American and Pacific Islanders in Kentucky Oral History Project. The result was a series of 14 very powerful interviews. One of those interviews was conducted with local entrepreneur, writer, podcast host, and chef Dan Wu. Who was recently elected our vice mayor. Dan was born in China. His family came to the U.S. when he was a child. After the Cultural Revolution in the 1980s, Wu's dad immigrated on a student visa to attend North Dakota State University. And then Wu and his mother followed the next year. And in the sixth grade, Dan Wu moved with his family to Lexington, Kentucky. He graduated from UK. He moved to San Francisco. He later moved to New York City, where, among other things, he owned a video store in Brooklyn. But it is when he moved back to Kentucky that he began to really professionally cultivate his culinary talents. What really catapulted the whole career was in 2013, fall of 2013, a friend of mine said, hey, Columbus, Ohio, October 15th or whatever the date was, um, let's go. And I said, what are you talking about? He said, Master Chef tryouts. Mm. I was like, oh, and I'd heard of the show. I'd never watched it, actually. Mm-hmm. It was just like a what the hell moment. Let's, let, let's do it. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Mm-hmm. So I tried out for Master Chef, got on Master Chef season uh, five. But I realized the show's going to air. I'm only on eight episodes. I have a very small window of opportunity to parlay this into mm-hmm. something else. Mm-hmm. So for every episode, I would go to like a brewery or somewhere and have a watch party Mm. and invite all Mm -hmm, these people out. mm -hmm. Random people would email me and say, hey, will you cook for my wife's 50th birthday party? I'm inviting 10 people. You know, they want to get celebrity chef, you know, master chef Dan Wu. And that's how it started. Mm -hmm. Um, And then from there, I would do like pop-up events. I would do stuff like night market and Mm -hmm. other stuff. Uh, I would sometimes do a restaurant takeover and do a special meal Mm -hmm. where people can prepay. Mm -hmm. um, And we did these. Yeah, it was just so much fun. So Mm -hmm. it was like a I was basically an I was like a chef without a restaurant for for a few years, about three years, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in this next clip, he talks about how Lexington really embraced him during the MasterChef season. I actually went to um, a bar in Brooklyn during while the show was airing, and I went to visit two of my Master Chef friends. So we went to this bar to have this watch party. So there were three people from Master Chef, like in the bar watching mm-hmm. the thing, and there were like maybe 25 people showed up for it, and it was mm-hmm. mostly like friends and family. Mm-hmm. When I did it in Lexington and made the announcement, we would be at like West Six or Blue Stallion or somewhere, and it would be like 300 people. Throughout this interview, Dan is talking a great deal about identity. I think this last clip says so much about the importance of this project. I think identify first as Asian American before anything else, before Chinese American. My Chinese identity is much more rooted through my parents. Mm -hmm. The second thing I would identify as would be Kentuckian. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I've lived here the longest out of everywhere I've lived, and for somebody who has bounced around so many places, it's very grounding to have one place that you can really call your own. 
So if you say, like, where is home? It's Lexington, Kentucky. It's not China. It's not New York, San Francisco. And part of it, the identifying as a Kentuckian is kind of a defiant middle finger to people who would question that identity. The idea like, oh, wait, somebody with your face, you're not a Kentuckian, you're not a Southerner, this is not what a Kentuckian looks mm-hmm. like. A, I get to identify this for myself. I don't even have to prove it to you, but if I had to prove it to you, I've lived here for 26 years, mm-hmm. I've built a business, I've done all these sort of things, mm-hmm. I'm grounded in this community, I identify with the Southern way of doing things, mm-hmm. you know, to some degree. Um, but I don't have to justify any of that to you. I can be a Kentuckian. Stories of Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders in Kentucky is a new oral history project, and the interviews are online at KentuckyOralHistory.org. Doug Boyd from the Nunn Center has been our guest again on Saving Stories. Have a good one. Thanks for having me.